Happy, happy Friday out there in WJR land. This is four-time Stanley Cup champion, uh, your Detroit Red Wings, Darren McCarty here with the Enforcers Show on this Friday, July 23rd. We got so much going on. I just came from LCA. I was signing autographs down there. Why? Because there's a big draft party. Anybody heading down there, get down there. The draft starts at 8 o'clock. Picking 6 overall this year. I will get into that in a minute, but uh, what an electric environment. More, It reminds me of the Deer District, which, uh, great segue. We can also talk about the Bucks winning their first title in 51 years and the performance Giannis Giannacopo did in, in Game 6. It was incredible, and even more incredible is the f- order of 50 uh, chicken nuggets at um, Chick-fil-A the next day and the Sprite and Lemonade. I heard it's very delicious drink that he went with. So, joined as always on this Friday night, uh, my partner in crime, who I miss because I usually see him at least a couple times a week, but happy to know Shawnee B. How you doing, my man? Well, tremendous, other than the fact that the Wi-Fi just decided to crap out momentarily. I mean, literally as the Open's playing, Mac, I had to call in on the phone and everything. Uh, with, with all the rains, we had like a heavy rain earlier today, so it's it's been spotty all day, but... Hopefully it comes back on. I can connect with you the old-fashioned way. Well, no worries in that. And Jordan, actually, I could. I actually read the room and saw the way that uh, Eric Dorch actually acted like a little panic, like a producer really would, um, and took care of business. We'd like we got Jays on the ones and twos uh, later on. As always, everybody's interested in. Um, in what's in the microwave, but he's got a little twist for us later on. I'm also going to introduce you to a local young man, young man, why 27 year old named Otto Black, who I play golf with the Lakeland Golf uh, Country Club on Tuesday morning, which thank you very much for the hospitality and everybody who was out there. Um, thank you to Foxy. Foxy uh, spit up a couple dice. He actually spit DMAC a two fiver. So that that worked out, and uh, you know Ronnie was there too. But uh, Otto Black, who plays the mini tours, he's won the won the Michigan Open, and the guy who's out there grinding. And we're gonna talk to him about uh, about a little bit of golf and get into it there. But uh, where I want to start is hashtag Wiser Plan, Wiser Plan, or Iser Plan, which is probably more acceptable, or Iser Plan if you're a Clinton. <laughs> Um, you know, what he did yesterday, and I was talking to Eric Dorch, our fine producer earlier, and, uh, I pretty much, uh, like the term fleeced, um, Sean, and I'm talking about, uh, Alex Netta, 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 Ned, how do you pronounce his last name, Sean? Okay, good to, good to know. No, Sean? All right. Um, anyways, Ned's here. Stevie trade, uh, trade third rounder got rid of Bernier and his uh, got rid of Bernier and his right. So they're negotiating. But uh, the first goal, he was able to talk to him later on uh, earlier today, and uh, he knows the area. Um, played in Plymouth, played uh, for the Firebirds. Uh, he grew up a Columbus fan, but that we don't hold that against him. He's a hard worker. So uh, 
I was trying to pronounce Ned, 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 Ned what's his full name? Nedelkovich. Nedelkovich. I knew I could go to you yep. because, yeah. did, did, did Sean, now I believe it was on these airwaves if you go back into the history of the Darren McCarty show uh, during the playoffs when Mr. Nedelkovich, uh, Ned as I will call him, um, had an outstanding performance in the playoffs and obviously regular season when you look at his numbers. But you know this kid really well, and you I actually do. put him as nicer than me. And that's a compliment <laughs> in itself. You said that he was nicer, a nicer person, which goes a long way, and I was able to talk to him today. And you know what he reminds me of, guys, which is a great thing, his demeanor? Chris Osgood. Okay. He's got that... You know, you're like you're looking for more excitement out of him, and it's just not there. And he's very to the point, and everything else. Sean, can you tell the listeners uh, a little bit of history or what you know of this kid and how excited the Wing Wheel Nation should be that Steve Eisman pulled off this amazing, amazing uh, deal? Well, everybody should be. I, I think everybody knows what a good player he is. And, and you're right, Mac. We are talking this kid up. Uh, big time during the playoffs when you know we were talking each series up and he got his opportunity and certainly he didn't let it go by he's unflappable I mean uh, honestly he's he's um, the best way to say he's one of those guys he's just always happy like like literally I mean the guy that I remember in his time with the Plymouth Whalers is, is always happy uh, always always had time for a chat. Um, just a, like I said, I, I tweeted out yesterday, one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. He, he just, he's a genuine, nice guy. As you mentioned, he, he loved it so much here that, that he retained a home here. And, you know, he was, I'm sure everybody heard the story. You know, he, he was golfing when the news came down and everything. Um, a heck of a goaltender. I mean, take a, take a look at his, you know, today, Mac, you don't really need to go word of mouth as much because you can look things up for yourself. Sure, it still counts when you watch a guy play. And, and I got a chance to see this guy play in, in every stop, Mac. I, I got a chance to see him play in junior. I got a, a chance to see him play in the AHL. I got a chance to see him play in the NHL. Um, unflappable, happy, just a good guy. And uh, most importantly, I think, for this for this franchise right now, this is a rockin' net. This is a real rockin' net. And... Uh, you know, he, he paid his dues, and, you know, he, it, it panned out last year with the fantastic year that he had with the Canes. Yeah, no, it does, and what it solidifies is going to training camp with Thomas Grice and uh, Alex Ndalkovich under contract. Uh, that's just one more thing, which uh, moves us towards tonight. Um, I want to ask you, first off, uh, what did you think of uh, the expansion draft, and was there any surprises in there for you for the Seattle Kraken? No, you know what? I, I wasn't. I wasn't really shocked. It was. It was amazing how many people that I talked to that that were making comments about Carey Price. And I, my response to that was, Ron Francis is smarter than that. Why? Why handcuff your team taking on a big contract like that? It it just doesn't make sense for an expansion team. Uh, he he's got himself a, a a good group of players. He has, in his own words, what what he said. He's he's got the best part now is he's got a little wiggle room and he can do some things. So I wasn't really shocked at it, Mac. I wasn't shocked in the least, to be honest with you. I think it was uh, you know smart for some of the teams to put some of the big names out there, knowing 
that the likelihood of him taking on a monster contract to start, especially with a guy that's been around. You know, there were a few teams that, that put guys. I mean, Alexander Ovechkin, for goodness sake. So, um, you, you know, I, I didn't think anything like that was going to happen. Look, it wasn't it wasn't the haul that Vegas got, but I, I think Ron Francis, he's already shown that he's a competent general manager. I think that he's got a good nucleus to start with. Bottom line is he put a competitive team together. I now put a gun to my head. Are they a playoff team? I don't know, but they could play themselves in. And right now, they're more experienced than the Red Wing team. I don't think they're more talented, but it'll be something that if you had to – Ask me is that I put them ranking ahead of the Red Wings now, but by season's end, I expect the Red Wings to be higher. So uh, with that, so touching on the expansion draft, we got another big event coming downtown right now. Coming, uh, can't wait. Going to head down there after we get off the air for the sixth overall pick. Yes, I'm talking NHL draft. I'm talking who do you want. It doesn't matter, like The Rock used to say. Why? Hashtag Wiser Plan. Anyways, thanks for joining us here on the Darren McCarty Show, AM760, WJR. What's up on this Friday? Thanks for joining us here. A lot of things going on. Hopefully people, when you're heading up north, you're driving, you're being safe. There's a lot of traffic. Uh, I've been up north. Uh, In fact, uh, let me let you know that... The frozen fish fiasco that we do every year at Clark Park in January outside on the outdoor rink. And if you've seen anything on the news these days, what they're doing down there in Clark Park, they've millions of dollars and putting in towards it to put uh, do some work on the fields and make uh, not only that, but also housing and stuff. So I couldn't be more proud to be a part of it. But we're playing at Hazel Park, 6 p.m. tomorrow, noon on Sunday, Sunday. and the, what I mean by we is the Red Wing alumni. So it's, uh, we're continuing everything. Uh, look forward to seeing everybody. It's the first alumni game we've played since before COVID, I think. Because uh, my bag, I can't find it, Sean. <laughs> you ever have that problem? I mean, I lose everything, but I think I know where it is. And I'm more worried about my stick. But, uh, you know, buddy, I wanted to ask you, so anybody who shows up would be looking to, Looking to say hi, sign some autographs, take some pictures over the weekend. It'll be great. Everybody else, uh, you know, hope you're safe. But, Sean, I wanted to ask you, how was your uh, first week uh, First week of school, bro? It was fun. How you was know, Uncle it's, Paul? It's, it's great. How was Uncle Paul? Was he oh, nice? Oh, it's great working with Paul. You know that. It's it's great working with Paul. And, um, you know, I don't care to anybody says there's an adjustment when you get up that early. There just is. And, you know, thank, thankfully, as I've gotten older, I, I don't have the uh, nights past midnight much. So, you know, it wasn't much of an, a, an adjustment. But last night, like Mac, no joke, I was in bed at 10.15. It, it, it was like, all right, I'm, I'm gassed. I'm, I'm going to bed. And so, I mean, that's, that's the only adjustment. But, no, it was a lot of fun, man. It's, it's, it's nice to, to be up in the morning with, you know, Paul and the whole, whole gang and everything. So, yeah, it was fun. No, that that's that's awesome, and uh, you know what? Uh, I couldn't think of somebody else better to ask because I'm sure he listened. But uh, wouldn't be a Friday without him. You know him, you love him. I do too, Mister Positive Greg from Shelby. How are you on this fine Friday in July, sir? <laughs> I love it too. Warriors, when the light shines through and your dreams are within, you must take your best shot. And let the dreams begin. Hit me. Oh, D-Mac, Shawnee B, fantastic. Real quick, got to give a massive shout-out. He loves you. 
DMAC, uh, John Belenowitz, he owns uh, Eminem's former home. He just loves you, and he just was listening, him and his family, and I just wanted to say, hello, Johnny. Hello, and, Johnny. Uh, I appreciate Love you, that. too. Love you, oh too, Johnny. Oh, my God. That um, is so awesome. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, my um, God. Oh, my God. There's so much going on and stuff. And uh, uh, what did you say? Did you catch any of Sean's performance on Uncle Paul's show uh, in the morning? As a matter of fact, I did. You did. What and did he? You? He was graceful. Uh, his segues were great. Uh, his interactions with Uncle Paul were fantastic. Oh yeah, Dmac. Yeah, um, Shawnee B's a pro. He's a and, pro. Uh, I'm very proud of him, and uh, I think you two make a dynamic duo. Just like Paulie and Shawnee B. I love and, it. Uh, Thank you. All part of the family, right, brother? All yeah, part of yeah. the family. And, and uh, real quick, uh, tip my cat off to uh, Giannis, uh, Greek the Freak, Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> um, the Red Wings are going to do great. I wish, I, I wish, D-Mac, please. Yes. I got it. We got to hook up. Um, they've got my phone number. I would love to meet you in person. Um so whenever you're available, my friend, I got to just... Send me a message on... Go to DarrenMcCarty.com. That's where you can find... That's what I do every morning to see where I'm at and what I'm doing. But you can also get in contact <laughs> and we'll figure it out. So you got it. You got it, Thank buddy. All right. Love you. But it was, a love you too. it was a great segue by Mr. Positive. Greg, I've said, I'm writing notes over here, Sean. I said, I can't tell when Jay does a drop or it's him talking a lot of the time until he gets emotional. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> and... Uh, that was a that was a great segue. Uh, that was a great segue into <laughs> into Giannis, but I don't know. Uh, I love I it. I, I love it. I, I, no, but I don't know if I want him to tip his cat because <laughs> I think that's what he said. He t- tipped his cat to Giannis. But uh, what did you think about that performance by the Greek freak there, uh, Game Six? Uh, what he did is fifty points, is fifteen rebounds, five assists. First time since uh, the blocks were taken back in the 74, I believe, that uh, anybody's accomplished that in the finals. So uh, that's one good stat. But uh, I got another one for you on the other end with Chris Paul in a minute. But, Shawnee, what did you think of that game? Phenomenal. I mean, absolutely. They looked dead after two. And I think part of it was the Suns were kind of steamrolling through everybody, you know. And it, it was it was just one of those things, ah, maybe Milwaukee will steal a game. You know, for them to flip that upside down, and that really was a, a performance for the ages. You know, I mean, take that in. You know, I mean, in all my life, and this is not an overstatement, to, for a star player to go off the way he did, uh, that's incredible. I mean, it, it really is absolutely amazing. And quite frankly, Mac, I don't think it's getting the amount of love that it should get. You know, we're used to pontificating about Jordan. Look, Michael Jordan's a better player than him. Or LeBron or, you know, Magic, what he did in, in, in Game 6 of the 80 Finals for, you know, the, the older generation out there. What this guy did four games in a row and capping, capping it off with what he did in Game 6, I mean, it is. It's one for the ages. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, we saw something there. And, you know, the big key, I mentioned it before, was uh, the Bucks, um Mike Budenhauser. I'd just like to try to say that. Uh, oh, my God. There's Ned and there's Boods and, and the coach of Milwaukee, what they did in game three and putting Drew Holiday over on Chris Paul and slowing him down. And coming back, that was a team effort. He didn't do it by himself, even though he did it almost by himself. And just 
the, has how hard that kid plays. And I don't watch a lot of basketball, but I watched him go off for 20 in the third and, and in overtime. But the most impressive thing was his free throws, right? He'd always struggle with them, and he know, we know he struggles more on the road. But for him to go 15 to 17 and get in the groove in the most crucial time when he needed it, that just goes to show you that that's what that's what champions are on that next level. And I know that, like for example, there's there's a point where I'm a champion and and have the same rings um, as a lot of the guys, but it's a different level of how you have to perform and have them perform. So. I thought it was phenomenal. Dor- I think it's the best. I'm going to ask Dorchi. Yeah. I, I, I said it the other day. I think it's, and you guys have a little more knowledge of this than I do because you've seen more of them than I have, but I think this was the best finals performance. What do you mean by that? Of all th- You're older than me. You've okay. seen more finals oh. than I have. Oh. I, you know, I can remember a decent amount of them. I don't remember a lot of so, them. So do you want to tell Sean that you understand why the Carey Price thing makes sense now instead I, of going off like, I oh my God, why are you saying Carey Price? Carey Price, yeah. I was pretending to listen. <laughs> exactly, Greg. Yeah. Dorchy was Greg, like, Greg gets carry price, carry price. But carry see, the price. thing for me Anyways. and the, why I think they look gassed uh, after a couple games is it, it's the fact that Chris Paul uh, is not a – he can score. He can score. He's not a scorer by nature. He wants to facilitate. He wants to get everything State going. farm, buddy. He's looking yes. there to help everybody else. Does anybody but, look by the commercials see, guys do that that – that leads what they like. But that was the big problem in the finals is Drew Holiday didn't have to score. He had to get it to Giannis. He had to get it to Middleton. Chris Paul had to score with Booker. They didn't have that other guy that Paul could Sean. go to, and it took Paul out of his game. That's not how he plays. That's why you saw a lot of turnovers because Chris Paul was trying to make something happen that he otherwise wouldn't try to do. Makes so much sense, Dorch. Team, right, Sean? Team sport. Yeah, it's, I, honestly, no, no, but Mac, it's 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 up there with what Magic did. You know, for people out there that that don't know, he started at center. You know, a true rookie started at center with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out. Literally played every position in that game six of, of the nineteen eighty finals, and had forty two points and fifteen assists. You know, this is a rookie for goodness sake. I mean, it was. Hi, welcome to the NBA, you know, uh, for Magic. I mean, I, I, everybody already knew who he was from his stellar career and winning the championship in 79 at State, but uh, I put it up there. I mean, it, it was insane what the guy did. And, uh, Dorch, I agree with you. I, I don't think enough's being said uh, about what that guy did. I'm serious. No, does it uh... – it, it, it no, it definitely was, and that's a different level too. And obviously, and then, and hopefully, we're talking about Cade Cunningham in that aspect. Uh, switching over to the Pistons, uh, is that who you think the Pistons are? It's the done deal. He was in town at the Tigers game and stuff like that. Uh, the crowd was going wild with "We want Cade, we want Cade." Is is it a done deal in your eyes? It's got to be. I mean, he was near unanimous even before he showed up at Comerica Park. You know, that's. I think that's the guy that, you know, everybody's talking about. And, you know, there, there's no such thing as a given. We all know that. But, boy, everybody's had him at the top of the list. And, you know, let, let's hope he's the franchise changer that so many people think he is. Well, you know what? That's the team sports section of the program tonight here on the Darren McCarty Show. We're going to move into the individual or, you know, one of the sports that I love and everybody out there love that's a dying breed is horse racing. And this isn't horse racing. We're going to talk, we're gonna talk golf because you can do the same thing. And it's all about grabbing your thoroughbred. You grab your horse. And I 
found another one. Now, you've heard me talk about my boys, Donnie Trosper and Brent White, guys that are trying to make it on the tour. Well, I got to play with this gentleman, Otto Black, who's grinding it out on the on the mini tours and a lot of American tours and has won the Michigan Open previously. Well, we're going to tell you what he did. Um, he actually put a couple shekels in my pocket because I was on the right side of the law. Couldn't be out foxed on this one there, foxy. Um, for the re <laughs> for the rebrand, I got dirty. But we'll, we'll talk some golf and what it's like to uh, be grinding out there and trying to make it onto TV. So uh, thanks for joining us here. It's Friday night, July 23rd, and Darren McCarty Show, AM760, WJR. Well, thanks for joining us here on the Darren McCarty Show on this Friday night in July. And uh, there's a lot of things to do in this great state. One of them is something that Dorchie and I enjoy. It's called golf. And uh, a guy who's out there grinding away has been a uh, tour professional since 2016. Uh, I got the chance to play with him uh, the other uh, the other day at Lakeland uh, Golf uh, Country Club. And uh, my boy here, I was on the right side of the law because uh, I shot 81 and he beat me by 20, Dorchie. Uh, so let me introduce <laughs> let me introduce the crew. I know that feeling. Man. Let wow. me introduce the crew to a guy that, as I said before the break, if you got a couple extra shekels and he's in a tournament, you might want to uh, put it on him. My boy can go low. So... Uh, He's uh, originally from Ann Arbor, but lives in Brighton. So, Otto Black, how are you tonight, my buddy? Good, D-Man. How did you – the question I asked for you is that we played Tuesday morning. Uh, had, now, we I, had talked on the course about, you know, difference about playing college, playing pro, um, you know, playing one round of putting it together. What did you throw up after the 61? Uh, the next day, I came up and played Kingsley with my brother, um, and I played. We just played nine holes up here in the evening, and I was uh, five under for the nine holes up here. That's... <clears throat> so I kept it kept it rolling. So, so would you say that the key um, to make it in the level that you've tried and give give some people a backdrop of the certain uh, you know to you played at the University of Toledo. You've yeah yep. Uh, Dorothy showed me a beautiful picture of you, and, and it looks like uh, I had him to flip it because it was the one of me taking money off of Foxy. So uh, I thank you for that. But, uh, you know, talk a little bit about your uh, being a local kid, but also about your path and uh, where you're at now. And, you know, COVID sort of slowed everybody down, but uh, <laughs> you haven't stopped making birdies, bro. So tell everybody about your journey. Yeah, yeah. So uh, last couple of years I've been playing on the – PGA Latin America and Canadian tour, which also called the McKenzie tour. And those are development tours that they promote to the uh, corn Ferry and PGA tour. So, you know, with COVID, it was a, it was a weird six, eight months because they kind of put everything on pause in this last year. They didn't promote anyone, but you know, I was able to do some Monday qualifiers and play some mini tour events here to, you know, still make a living and uh, you know, just kind of grinding away and kind of giving yourself as many opportunities to make it to the PGA tour. You know, I, I got to ask you about Toledo. Number one, how did you end up in Toledo? It's an old stomping ground for me. My, my first job in the business, I, I actually did Rocket football broadcast back in the day. What was your experience like at Toledo? How did you end up at Toledo? Uh, I loved the golf coach. He was, you know, he used to play professionally himself. You know, so he was a great mentor for me. He still is now. Uh, his name's Jamie Broth. Uh, he was a great mentor and still helps me out maturing as a golfer and 
being we played at Inverness, that was our home course, so that was a yep. that was an easy sell for me. <laughs> what are some of the best courses that you like to play around here? Uh, around Michigan, I'm at Kingsley, definitely to the new list. I just played that for the first time uh, Wednesday, and that was that place is awesome. Now, like, um, golf runs through your family because isn't your brother the uh, pro up there? Yeah, he's he just became the assistant pro up there. Yep, he, he likes working up there, and it's it's a cool club. You know, it's a they use a lot of the natural terrain, and, and the greens are pretty wicked out there. Um, I like playing Detroit Golf Club, and then uh, Lakeland's where I grew up there. You know, it's kind of home for me. Yeah, I, I watched you do that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna let Eric Dorch ask a question. Um, he's had a struggling. He struggled today. He came <laughs> in. We always first question I always asked him for last year and a half is did you play this week and how did you play and and he said uh what, adv- what advice would you give him because him and i are, are are probably about the same thing around the same way you know like uh i'll give you an example dorch auto gave me a i i had it in the fairway and i seriously i laid sod over about th- three wedges and he said that mm-hmm. he told me Shorten up the backswing and, you know, accelerate through, but it's up more of your body than it is your arms, which well, I can understand that. So what is one thing? My you- my big – so I played uh, I played the other day uh, at Farmington Public and one over after nine, and then on the back uh, went about four or five over, you know, had the back tighten up a little bit. But my big, my big issue when it comes to it is I'm not a very long golfer, so when I get into these par fives and it's fairway wood – off the deck, it's always a big swooping. We're gonna call it a power fade. You can call it a slice if you want. Uh, yeah. So the the thing to fix that. Yeah, I mean, so biggest thing that points out with me is with the amateur golfers, just course management. You know, I see them, I see them with yeah. their game. Their game's good enough to play, but they make it way harder than it needs to be. Absolutely. You know, I think for those par fives, I think it's important that you give yourself clubs that you feel comfortable hitting in the greens. You know, a lot of people just second shot it's not the three wood no matter what you know but it could be the tightest spot to hit hit up there so i you know it's keeping the ball in front of you and just don't make doubles it's so hard to recover from doubles you know you can recover from bogeys but you got to keep the ball in front of you absolutely and uh i, I was looking at a picture you look enough like me are you available tomorrow to go play stonebridge for me in an outing to uh <laughs> help us win a little bit of money <laughs> um, i'm up here with the uh, tournament of champions pro-am there you go we have the tournament next week and i'm playing a Pro am this week with some of my sponsors. Hey, hey, hey uh, Otto, hold on. Um, quit sniffing around my barn, Dorch. You know, get away from my horse. My horse hey. is away. So I, is Oats. I, I've got Aaron. Get, Aaron can help I me know, enough. Aaron, Aaron can get me around. Uh, Eric's wife's actually the uh, female golf pro, uh, Aaron Dorch at uh, Detroit Golf Club. So what I'm hearing from you, and I know this because because what Otto's telling you is we were watching. The fox tried to hit a uh, incredible shot, <laughs> second shot, and Otto said to me, "He goes, man, just get out of trouble. What would be the advice? Just get out of trouble. You're gonna accumulate your, pro- you know, expediate yeah. your yeah, problem and stuff yeah, like that." People try to hit the hero shot sometimes, and you know, you, you got to treat it nine times out of ten. Can I pull it off? You know, odds are not. Hey, so you got, you got back in the fairway. You know, worse he's make he's looking at a par at worst, but now he ended up making six, seven, just out of just being a, a stupid mistake you know little things like that you see in amateur golfers you just kind of shake your head at but what would you what would you consider your greatest achievement so far 
Because I believe that it, it, it isn't, when you look back, you have yet to get it. But what, uh, is there a tournament that you won? Is there getting to, you know, qualify something? Or, like, when did yeah, you, I mean, when did you know it was I, worth the work? Uh, so, the last, I've had, I've had my Latin and Canada card right out of college. I've kept it every year. Um, I guess, you know, I'm pretty proud of that. I never lost it. But I think and, the biggest and you should be, bro. Yeah, that was in uh, Patagonia. Uh before COVID, I nearly won down there. And I just, I mean, I just competed the whole round. <clears throat> it's unfortunate the last six holes I finished even, but I mean, I was, I, I, I knew I could win that golf tournament all day. You know, there was no, like, and we, me and D-Mac talked about it. When you put that work in, you can see a reward, and it just, that gives you all the confidence in the world. No, Otto Black kindly joining us here uh, on uh, the Darren McCarty Show. Otto, I got to ask you about the Tournament of Champion. A couple of our own are going to be playing there. We do spin on golf on Sunday night, and our own BC Brian Cairns and and Jordan Young are going to be up there. Talk about that tournament for people that don't know. There's some good golfers going to be heading up to point. Oh yeah, yeah. So what's nice is it's not it's not limited to residents. Um, So anyone that's won anything major in the state of Michigan gets invited on a yearly basis so i won the horton smith at detroit golf club which got me like a 50-year exemption you know and Carnes has won many things throughout the section you know so it there's a lot a lot of good players that have won some many tournaments here so it, it's a good field and point's a great place to play it and plus it's competition and everything so what i'm hearing from you is we need a rematch with foxy and ronnie at dgc uh, detroit we'll take them there to one of your favorite tracks or if i can't get franklin we'll go there Frank, Anybody wants to see somebody play real golf, invite us out to Franklin. We'll come out. <laughs> That's how you do it. We're undefeated. We're we're undefeated. Anybody, listen. This is an open challenge. Auto Black and Darren McCarty schedule TBD, but we will take you on at your course. That's right. Bam, dude! I just created my Michigan version of the big game. So we'll get, <laughs> and I'm Phil, because I'm old go. and I got to use the contours. <laughs> and, right. and, hey, my man, you got it all because you got, you know, uh, anything I can do uh, to help you out along your way, but just continuing to do the work. You'll get there because you, your attitude's right and, uh, you know, you have fun with this game. So, um, I could, uh, thanks for joining me on this Friday night and introducing yourself to the audience. This won't be the first time that they meet you, bro. Thanks, guys. Thanks, D-Mac. I appreciate it, guys. You anytime. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. And if I don't talk to you, good luck up there in Boyne. So that was Otto Black. You can watch him as the Latin American and the McKenzie Tour gets back. or look him for the Tournament of Champions up in Boyne. Um, that Horton Smith, Sean, that's a prestigious tournament. Heck, yeah. And I know I think it's not called that anymore. But, uh, yeah, they're changing the name. But, anyways, you yep. know the one we're talking about. But, anyways, so... When we come back, it's my favorite part of the Friday night. We always got to know what Sean is grilling on the barbecue for this weekend now. And it might have changed because his schedule changed. But more importantly, Jason on the ones and twos. What's in the microwave? And he's thrown us a twist. Anyways, we'll see you in a couple minutes after we pay the bills here on Darren McCarter Show. AM 760 WJR. Thanks again for joining us here on this such as busy uh, Friday, busy weekends, busy July, a lot of stuff going on. Hope everybody's getting through and anybody who's suffered 
with the rain and stuff, we've had a lot. So our uh, thoughts and prayers are with you and travels. There's a lot of tr- tr- construction every which way you go. You're not going to avoid it. Um, but we've come to the time in the program when I want to uh, offer a... Uh, a safety message out there to my buddy Greg from Shelby. Please uh, don't tip the cat. All right, bro. <laughs> you said you, you tipped your cat. Um, we went back to the to the re- instant replay because we were fond of that and didn't get it right. So make sure that or don't let your cat get tippy or whatever it is. But, oh my god. But <laughs> Sean, so does the schedule in a griller's <laughs> life and his his palate change when his work schedule change that is an interesting question we're going to ask you here tonight on the darren mccarty show so what does Heck sean no. Belegian have on the grill i, I knew he'd tomorrow? say that Heck no well, Heck no you know you know what i did like i'm not joking mac so monday morning you know i'm i'm up at like 5 15 or whatever i you know what i put a bunch of stuff on there at 5 30 in the morning so i i had a nice i had uh, some beef short ribs that i i put on there that you know, I kind of played it out in my head. All right, these will take about eight hours. They'll they'll be done around two o'clock. It was actually a little quicker than that. Had a late lunch with some beef short ribs. So no heck. Now this weekend though, it is you know I'm I'm going out to dinner with my girls. I'm taking my my girls out to dinner. My oh. wife and my daughter. So uh, wait, I am wait, gonna I'm gonna be hold susceptible. On. You have this to stop. Weekend. You have to stop there. And mention what type of food is there a, a specific because usually we hear about Jack coming ah. home from college and wanting certain meal or whatever. But what do the because this is the other side? These are the Venuses. We're the Mars. What are the, the ladies of the yes. house? Where, where what what does their palate entail? So you're they, uh, you know what they they usually go in the Italian direction. Ooh. There's no other way to say that they usually go in the t- Italian direction. I still don't know where they want to go because they don't know where they want to go. But I said, you know, player's choice tomorrow. So uh, we're, we're going to do that. So I am I'm very beatable this weekend, Jason. I'm telling you right now, I'm keeping it simple on Sunday afternoon before spent on golf, and I'm just doing some bacon brisket burgers. Oh, that, That's really tasty. the only thing I'm doing this weekend. What time so are you doing those it, again? Uh, about three o'clock in the afternoon. See, you're always gonna, you're always going to win. But for some reason, some of the things I say sound good at the time. But you're always going to win. So, <laughs> well, Jay, that's now, those, just those things spoken are just like a those, true those are just second yeah. place person. Like so, I, I sound like a story. You know what? I, that sounds like it came out of the mouth of the guy that I ran into before I came here when I went down to LCA and he's wearing a Patrick Waugh jersey and I just said, you need a hug, bro, because I own your ass and you obviously have taste for losers. So it was something like that. I, I hate you hitting I, I'm, I'm acting like my, my high school. Doing it. You're doing it for all the guys that can't do it the way Sean can. Not all of us can grill and barbecue, but all of us can microwave some shit. So, oh, thank you, Jay. Can, can microwave some stuff uh, somewhere. That's it. I would never do that with Dorch on there. I'm too, 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 there one time, one slip in a year and a half. Anyway, so please give yourself more credit oh. because sometimes, honestly, selfishly, in the back of my head, when I'm going through the frozen food, I will neither c- confirm nor deny whether I've taken a suggestion from you or not. <laughs> Very so true. please take more we'll pride. See. see, it's not for you to decide who gets the message, it's just for you to speak the message. Just to deliver. Yes, okay. that's for everybody out there. So tonight I'm going I'm going healthy. I got Subway. Wow. I, I went through the, the, the rough Clinton Township <laughs> Friday night traffic. 
Okay. The first subway was closed because of computer problems. So okay. I would, your, your mind was on subway. But you my mind was on subway. In. Two miles down the road, fully functional. Boom, got here in time. Were you, you dialed into a specific subway that you'd seen on a commercial? Or no, I always get the Italian BMT, loaded yep. up with veggies. Yep. Do you heat it up? Do you no. microwave? You don't. I don't. It's in the fridge. See, I okay. got to heat it up. So what kind of bread? You didn't say. Ita- uh, the Italian herb and cheese. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. That is one of the favorites Great at choice. Subway. Um, the rest of the weekend, though, as I was shopping uh, this uh, earlier this week, I bought some of those Chef Boyardee Campbell's Chunky Soup little heatable things in the yeah, microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't had those in a long time. I'm yeah, like, I'm going to try these. Those are the ones that you vent out? or you, The vent you, out the ones, vent yeah. The vent out ones and right. stuff. Um, you know what I always find, like, and, and this, is, uh, this is a great um, lesson or... Uh, something that you can pick up. I don't offer TikTok, TikTok um, hacks. I'll offer a cannabis life hack. But now today, right, because it's about the option. It's not whether you do or you don't. And just to know that you have the option, there's so many ways to do it. You don't have to smoke it, right? One of the ways they make some delicious salsa. So mm. in a dip, which reminds me of stuff like this, is that that boy RD reminds me that it might be a great, accompaniment to some sort of medicated dip so i thank you for that mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. saying that i'm gonna be uh i don't know not lazy and and do it but it is in the brain dorchi it is go. in the brain and, and like i said a few weeks ago the doc doesn't want me to eat too bad these days i'm working on it it's going well and those things are just perfect little size it's not a huge bowl it's just like a snack that's, you know, yeah, so. no, no, that's good, dude, and and that's important because progress, not perfection, no matter what you're doing, and you know, you look in the mirror, like I always say, is uh, don't lie to that person, but give yourself a break, and and that comes from a guy who doesn't really cut himself uh, enough breaks, so I'm mm-hmm. working on it. But Dorchy, yeah. what uh, what are you gonna cook, the wonderful Mrs. Dorch? this weekend oh that's a great wait are you a cook do you no. cook no I, I can cook to some extent i mean i i hear grilled cheese is a culinary delight do you say grilled uh, cheese? Hey, when made right it's the Sean, best he yep. said grilled cheeses that's not <laughs> he it's grilled cheese i have very limited sounds like you might have I, I can still make a couple one. Meals. never had a it sounds like you might have tipped the, the cat huh? okay yeah. i tipped the cat a bit on that one sorry <laughs> uh i i don't know yet i uh we're both working off and on this weekend, so if the schedules line up, I'm sure we'll come up with something. Both, like like Jason, both trying to eat a little healthier, so uh, try to put something nice together. Well, you could ask me what uh, I'm going to eat. You, what are you eating this you, weekend? Well, yeah, yeah, Mac, what are you, what's on the what agenda you, tonight? Uh, oh, tonight, well, the uh, draft party's going on. Obviously, kicks off here in about a minute and a half um, as we get off the air uh, first round, they're drafting the NHL that you should usually go for three hours. Six pick, Sean. I'm going to guess, what do you think? 30? 830? Yeah. 8, uh, 8.30 yeah. or so. And they got two, so we're going we're gonna to be sitting there watching for a long time. Who do you like quick? If you had your choice at six, who do you think is going to be there? Oh, my gosh. You know what? Uh, Kent Johnson, maybe. I think a center might be good. Uh, you know, continue okay. to build the, you know, up the middle. Uh, a, that Eklund kid uh, out of Sweden uh, might be a you choice. Dude, you got one gosh darn pick, bro. <laughs> that All was right, my guy because okay. he's from your garden, which is the Swedish hotbed, and we know that left. He matches uh, Lucas Raymond. There's synergy there, and he's got tons of skill. And what there Steve Eisman has said is that we are going to go for best possible athlete. The interesting thing is at 23, will that be a goalie 
or not. Dort, you know any other uh, these players you want? Uh, no, no I, mean, I agree with you. Eklund's the name I knew, and that, that looks about right to me. I was having this conversation with my cousin over the phone, and all I heard was uh, Luke Hughes because he's the cutest. So whatever it is, there we go. Looks, uh, looks thanks, matter. Thanks for joining us on this uh, Friday night for Sean Belegian, Eric Dortch, and Jay on the ones and twos. I'm D-Mac, and we'll see you next week. See ya.